the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said that we get a winter holiday break, but she couldn't tell us which holiday it was. Is that a fact? Which holiday would you call it? It falls over Christmas, so that's what I'd call it. That's what we called it when I was your age. But a lot has changed since then. Too many people stopped believing in the Bible, God's Word, even though it's never been proven wrong. Back in the 1960s, Folks who didn't believe in God started suing the government to have God removed from our schools. Why did they do that, Grandpa? It all boils down to trust. Americans, for the most part, believed in the God of the Bible when this country was first established. But over the past few hundred years, some people introduced the idea that there is no God and that the world and everything on it just happened by chance. Is that what my teacher calls evolution, Grandpa? You're exactly right. And when you rely on man's fallible word instead of the truth of the Bible, then you'll have doubt about all the Christian holidays, such as Christmas and Easter, that Americans have traditionally celebrated. So why do people change their beliefs, Grandpa? That's a great question. Let's read from Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, and see if we can find out. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Do you know who that serpent is? Isn't that Satan the devil? Right again. Satan puts doubt in Eve's mind about God's goodness. She wanted to be like God and do things her own way. So instead of studying the Bible to make sense of God's creation, many people want to come up with ideas of their own, including evolution. Wow, Grandpa, that doesn't make sense. Why do people do that? It's like the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 1, verse 22. Professing to be wise, they became fools. In the case of the winter holiday, they've gone to the point of denying that there was a time in recorded history when God walked among us, fully God and fully man, in the person of Jesus Christ. And that's a fact. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salswadell, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We're here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Thank you for that skit, Carl. I really had asked for this because it's been a, a real concern for me over the years of what I call nativity wars, of uh, every year we hear about a nativity scene that's been in a little town for a hundred years and now somebody's suing to get rid of the nativity scene or a, a Christmas concert is being taken out of a school or something else like this. It's all part of a backdrop of trying to get rid of religion from America. But the religion they're really trying to get rid of is... Christianity. Christianity, yeah. In the backdrop of all this is the conflict between a misnomer about our Constitution at this point. There is an Establishment Clause in the Constitution. There is freedom of religion, but they have distorted that into freedom from religion, as the idea that have to sanitize all religion from America. 
What are your thoughts on that? It's certainly a way to introduce a different kind of religion, and I alluded to that in the skit, and that is the religion of evolution. <clears throat> because Christianity is, is a faith-based uh, belief. It is something that cannot be scientifically proven nor disproven. Likewise, there are the uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation, which is uh, one of the ones that uh, strikes the heart of most of the nativity wars in this, this country where nativity scenes are being ousted, their basic premise is that there's naturalism. In other words, there's nothing but natural occurrences, and that would be evolution. In other words, that everything came about by chance and happenstance, which is totally a belief system and cannot be scientifically proven. So they're changing. They're trying to change this country from a belief system in Christianity to a belief system of pseudoscience called evolution. And that's where this battle line really is fought, is the fundamental belief systems of the country has been changed from trusting the Bible to trusting man's fallible science. Now this whole attitude has really changed over the years. America used to have no problem with Christmas, with religion in the public square. I've got two examples of that. Terry, you've got one good one, and then I'm going to follow up with one. What have you got from Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Okay. What I have here is an excerpt from the 1944 Christmas Eve address of President Roosevelt. And the context was this was during the height of the Battle of the Bulge when the 101st Airborne and other Allied forces were surrounded at the city of Bastogne. And this is what he said in his address. Here at home, we will celebrate this Christmas Day in our traditional American way because of its deep spiritual meaning to us because the teachings of Christ are fundamental in our lives and because we want our youngest generation to grow up knowing the significance of this tradition and the story of the coming of the immortal Prince of Peace and Goodwill. But in perhaps every home in the the United States, sad and anxious thoughts will be continually with the millions of our loved ones who are suffering hardships and misery and who are risking their very lives to preserve for us and for all mankind the fruits of his teachings and the foundations of civilization itself. What would you get from that? Roosevelt, who not exactly a right-wing conservative, was... (laughs) saying the foundations of our country and the foundations of civilization itself are based on Christianity, and we need to teach this to the next generation. Yeah, I would agree. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you'd like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. In line with what you just read, it's obvious in 1944 that we were very comfortable with Christmas, with a religion being talked about in the public realm. Much closer to home, we had a a lot more comfort with it. December 24, Christmas Eve, 1968. 
Apollo 8 is circling the moon. What happened that night? Well, they read from the book of Genesis. Three astronauts, Borman, Lovell, and Anders, were circling the moon on Apollo 8. To that point that night, that was the most watched television program in the history of television. As they read Genesis 1, chapter 1, verses 1 through 10 from the King James Version of the Bible, it was impactful to me. I don't cry very often, but that was impactful for me to, to see the pictures of, of earth rise and, and God's creation with that being read. Not many people know it, but Madeline Murray O'Hare sued mm-hmm. because they did that. It was thrown out by three courts, including the Supreme Court. Because from the start of our nation, has there been an inclusion of religion in the public square? Certainly has. There certainly has. So again, my question to both of you is, what's the rub? Why do we keep getting so much, so much attack on nativities, on Christmas programs, on mentioning scripture? Well, people don't know our nation's <clears throat> history, the... Uh Treaty of Paris in 1783, which formally established our independence from Great Britain, starts out in the name of the Most Holy and Undivided Trinity. Mm-hmm. But we, we've lost that background. We have forgotten what America used to be and how the easy coexistence between religion and government could be. Carl, you've got two examples there of the way people question things today. Well, there's an article on the Freedom From Religion Foundation website. A, a, a writer asks, my child's choir is singing religious music. Is that legal? And the answer is, in its more than three decades of activism, the Freedom From Religion Foundation has taken more complaints over promotion of religion in public school music classes and team sports than any other type of complaint. It is the principle of our public education system that every activity in a public school ought to have an educational purpose. The line is crossed when that purpose becomes devotional, proselytizing, or religiously coercive. So that implies that Christianity is religiously coercive. And if he means that we want everyone to to believe in Christ, then I guess we are being religiously coercive. However, comma, it also is something that the Founding Fathers thought was important that we coercively include it into the educational system it was included in fact the bible was one of the, the standard books to teach children how to read when this country was founded and that was under the full blessing if you will from congress in fact thomas jefferson included money in the budget for bibles to be sent to native american tribes to learn about english and Christianity at the same time. Yeah, but the Bible was the first textbook of American education, and that is often forgotten or lost. There are a huge amount of these type of examples like the one you just quoted. There was a five-year-old a few years ago in a Florida public elementary. She was in kindergarten. She bowed her head, put her hands together to say grace before lunch. It was a silent prayer. Mm-hmm. And she, she had a cafeteria monitor that stopped her and said, you can't do that. And she said, well, praying is good. And she started to do it again, and she was again told not to do that. Eventually, this cafeteria monitor was corrected. Yes. You can allow a silent prayer. 
But what we always have, and what we had with your choir question, was that these things are legal, but our society is now pre-programmed to question it, mm-hmm. to question any anything in society. There's a 2010 example of the Payne County Bank in Perkins, Oklahoma. They were wearing buttons for the American Family Association, which said, Christ is the reason for the season. And they had Bible verses on their website. The FDIC tried to get them to remove both, but then them being a private-held bank, they eventually had to back off. There's a lot of pressure out there today to take Christ out of Christmas. But the truth of the matter is, it is not in our Constitution. That's correct. Information for creation events around Bear County can always be found on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information and on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. now at Grady's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Jackson Keller. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.